Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Thrive Fantasy. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bodman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by LineStar Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at LineStar app and at LineStar NFL. And check out the sponsor of the podcast, Thrive Fantasy, over in uh, the app store, Thrive Fantasy, or go to thrivefantasy.com and check out the cool stuff. The other it's prop betting, 20 prop bets per contest. You have to pick 10 over-unders. They have points-based system as well. So check all that stuff out. And if you're new to Thrive Fantasy, make sure you use promo code LINESTAR, L-I-N-E-S-T-A-R, to get a first-time deposit match up to $250 plus three free months of line star plus an entry into this week's $50,000 tournament. So check all that up. Use promo code line star at thrive fantasy. You can check myself out on Twitter at pediatric and my co-host as always on Twitter at Bogman sports. Scott Bogman. How are we doing? My friend, I'm doing pretty good. You know, uh, I'm, I'm happy that we don't have any crazy weather this weekend. Just check that realize I hadn't looked at it, uh, but uh, no crazy weather this weekend. So, uh, and, and look, Finishing 500 this this past week is fine, you know, compared to the first couple weeks. So I'll take it. Uh, so uh, we're going to build on that this week, and I'm looking forward to it. You feeling good about that? You feeling good? Uh, I mean, it's just eight and eight is so much better than my college bets from this week. Yeah, so, eight and eight, uh, nine and seven over-unders here. I'm up to 500 on the year on the over-unders. So yeah, saying. look at this yeah. guy bragging. Yeah, so. Just flexing here, folks. Just losing the juice. That's all we're doing, pumping juice for you. So uh, we'll get you some more picks. We'll get week four rocking and rolling for you. And let's just get right into it. Bogman kicking things off here. Jacksonville at Cincinnati Thursday night football. Cincinnati's minus seven and a half at home over under 45. Who you like it here? I mean, this one is pretty simple, isn't it? One of these teams is looking real good so far this season. And one of them is looking real bad. So uh, I know that, uh, you know, uh, some some people are going to take Jacksonville because they think just maybe blah, blah, blah. No, I cannot do it. So for me, it's Cincinnati easy. The over-under is a little tougher for me because I just – the Jacksonville offenses look so terrible. I just don't know how much they're even trustable right now. So um, that one's a little harder for me. I, I'll go over because it's Thursday night, like you said, the Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, you know, uh, trips – and let's get this to overtime and extra points and all that stuff happens sometimes. So uh, definitely give me Cincinnati and I'll take the over. Yep. Don't, uh, don't disagree with you on most of that. I, part of me thinks one of these days, Jacksonville is going to show up. I just don't think it's this week. Give me Cincinnati as well. T Higgins is out. I don't care. It makes it easier to go to chase and Boyd. Um, you know, uh, Mixon should just thrive in this game. So give me Cincinnati. I'll take the over as well. I think they'll keep it entertaining. If anything, Cincinnati might score 30 plus themselves. So uh, give me Cincy. Give me the and, over. Let's, yeah. Uh, I, something I forgot to mention, Bob. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but Jesse Bates out. Chidobi uh, Wuzier out uh, also for Cincinnati. So the secondary is a little impacted here. So that plays towards the over a little bit more as well. Yeah. Hopefully, I just remember to keep giving the ball to James Robinson. That's a good thing. <laughs> Fingers Do that. crossed. Yeah. All right, let's go to Sunday here. New York Giants at the New Orleans Saints. Saints minus 7.5, over under 41. The Saints' Ds looked pretty good, especially up in New England this past weekend. And the Giants just lost again, this time to the Falcons. And it's just it's frustrating because Danny Dimes doesn't have an interception this year. He's one of the only Kirk Cousins has done that in more passes with no interceptions. Mm. They're just that bad. So you go on Saints? 
<sighs> this one's tough for me. Uh, I think I'm most confident in the under. And I know that this number is so low, but this Saints offense has not looked good. Remember, they had a pick six last week against Mac Jones. So, uh, you know, that's part of how they got their points. I don't know if they're going to be that lucky again. It is Daniel, Danny Dimes here. So uh, I think a pick six is constantly in play. But I think both these teams want to keep it on the ground, which probably plays more towards the under and plays towards the Giants as well. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with the New York Giants, and I'm going to take the under. All right. I, I I see where your head's at, and I was on the Giants last week. I'm kind of tempted to do it because, if anything, like you said, Jameis can screw up anything at any given moment. And so that's very interesting. They, they have let Kamara run the ball a lot, which has been good to see. I mean, that's smart, and, and yeah, they won. Keep it out of Jameis' hands. It makes yeah. a lot of sense. Their defense is so good. Um, Saquon's look better, though. What's the receiving core going to look Sounds like for the Giants? Like you're talking yourself into it here. There's a lot of questions. I think I'm going New Orleans still because okay. the, big, the biggest catch for me is the first game back in the Dome. That place is going to be an electric factory. It's very true. Yeah. So give me New Orleans minus seven and a half and give me the under on this one. It's going to be New Orleans just shutting down the Giants is the way I see and look, this one. We so. are super contrarian on the under because this I think this is the lowest total of the week and people are just hammering the over right now. So yeah. uh, I get it. I just, you know, where where are these points coming from? Yeah. The whole uh, the wide receiver core for the Giants is banged up right now. New Orleans hasn't scored points outside of week one. So, yep. you know, I just don't know where they're coming from. Unless it's the New Orleans defense, I don't see it either. So it's going right. to be really interesting. Uh, this one yeah, I'm, I'm confused on as well. Kansas City at Philadelphia. Chiefs minus seven, over under 54 and a half. Chiefs still haven't covered yet this season. Now they go into Philadelphia as touchdown favorites. Phillies looked bad the last two games. They looked great in Atlanta. It was the Falcons we found out. Um, are you just going to roll with the Chiefs on the road, getting a touchdown or giving a touchdown? I mean, first of all, I'm just running the hell away from this game. I don't want any part of it. So uh, that is my first and foremost, uh, you know, just thought about this game. But when you look at both these teams, I mean, Philly just looks miserable right now. They got they had nothing against a, a division foe. I know they were on the road. It's a tough start for. Uh, Jalen Hurts, Kansas City's defense has looked real bad, but this is what they did last year. They lured you into these high over games and thinking, oh, Philly's defense is bad and their defense is bad, and they've played the two overs out of three so far. I just can't do it. I'm going to take Kansas City, but I'm going to take the under as well because I just, you know, if they don't go back to Miles Sanders, which yeah. is what they should do, which plays to the under anyway. Yeah. They gave him five touches last week. That Keep is a ball out of the home's hands. Go exactly. Figure. That's what they should have done against Dak, and they didn't yeah. do it. So uh, Hertz is getting crushed back there. So I got to take Kansas City, and I got to go with the under as well. Hey, Bogman, when you take a poop, do you look at it or you just flush it? Oh, I, I got I to gotta make sure I'm healthy. Okay, you know? so you're, you, Jalen Hurts is on an island by himself because I'm with you too. So I'm just curious. <laughs> that was one of the better post-game um, – after your team literally just took one on the field. That was a very impressive uh, quote. <laughs> I don't know if you learned that at Alabama or Oklahoma. I'm guessing Oklahoma. But uh, that was a very impressive from Jalen Hurts. Like That should have been a part of his uh, his uh, interview when he was at, um, you know, in Indianapolis. What was more awkward, that or Jameis staring daggers into Alvin Kamara's eyes? Like, the, the those guys are awkward, man. To be fair, Jameis is almost like 90% of what he does is awkward. So I think I'm kind of used to it by now. <laughs> so that's just kind of what he does. It's who he is by now. 
But uh, yeah, Jalen Hurts. Uh, we're gonna. I have a feeling we're gonna have a book made by him by the end of the year of quotes because it might be a long season in Philadelphia. Give me the Chiefs. I I keep saying it. I picked against them. I think every game so far this year. To be honest, um, no, I took them against Baltimore. I'm two and one against the Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs in this one. I think it's a big bounce back spot. I will take the over though. I will take the over because I think both defenses are so bad. I think there will be some explosive plays for Philadelphia. The thing is, they've been throwing Smith the ball so much, they're just missing. Eventually, he's going to start breaking some. And this is the team you can do it against. So I, I think Kansas City and give me the over in this one. Houston at Buffalo. Buffalo minus 17. This is not a college football game. This is Man, a professional yeah. football game. The over-under is 47. My goodness, Bogman. And most of the money is coming in on Buffalo. Yeah, man, this is a hard one to pick. So let me just say, first of all, I despise giant lines. I don't like them in college, and but 17 in college is not a giant line. I mean, you yeah. know, uh, Ohio State was favored. a giant line. Yeah, Ohio State was favored by 50 this week and covered. So, you know, uh, those are huge lines. Um, oh, God, I hate picking this one. Uh, I'm going to take Buffalo just because Houston looks miserable right now. Davis Mills is just not ready. Uh, and they are not putting him in a position to succeed right now. I know they had extra days to prep because they played on Thursday and everything. Uh, and look, he, he stood in there and he made some stuff happen. So I'll take the over. I'll say that they can, you know, design a driver to to score, which if Houston scores two touchdowns, it's hard to see Buffalo not scoring 35 here, which plays to the over of 47. You know, that gets you 49 points. So I'll take Buffalo and I'll take the over here. And Buffalo at home with those crazies, Davis Mills. Like, this is just a recipe for complete disaster. I hate this too. I pretty much take any road or any dog 10 or above. I'm taking Buffalo. I think Josh, Josh Allen just goes to town on this defense, and this defense goes to town on Davis Mills. And give me the over because Buffalo might get it on by themselves. Like, I think because <laughs> Davis Mills might give them short fields. Like, this could be an ugly, ugly football game. Part of me hopes I'm wrong on both those, to be honest. I'd like to see a good football game, but I don't see it happening. Carolina at Dallas. Dallas minus four, over under 50 and a half. Dallas looked great again past week. Carolina, they looked pretty darn good. Got a few extra days to rest. Chubba Hubbard in the backfield this week. Who you liking? Uh, I think I still like Dallas because they're at home, but good Lord, dude. This injury report for Dallas is just insane. Good. There's so many guys that are out for them. I mean, obviously, Lawrence still out. Um, uh, you know, Watkins is questionable. Uh, Neil is on the COVID list right now. Uh, Gallimore is still out with his elbow injury. You know, um, Gallup is still on the IR with his calf. But I just, they're at home and they didn't lose a, a player the level of Christian McCaffrey. So I'm going to mm -hmm. take Dallas. Over-under is a little more tricky to me here. Um, I'm going to take the over because I respect what uh, Sam Darnold and this offense have been able to do. I know Christian McCaffrey is not going to be there, but like you said, they did have extra days to prep as well. So I'll take the Cowboys at home, but I'll also go with the over because I think this could be point for point for a little bit. I definitely take Dallas. Uh, I love what they're doing there. I respect Carolina. I do because both these defenses have played really good. So the over-under is the harder one for me in this game. Like, I think Dallas, they take care of business at home. Um, what they did last week was a team I think they can be the rest of the year as long as they right. stay healthy. Like, they're that good. That's why we drafted them in season long for a reason. Like, all these pieces, they were darn good in that game. And I'm going to go over as well. This seems like one of those, like you said, should go back and forth for a while. Really good football games. Because Darnold's legit. He doesn't have Adam Gase holding them back. And, you know, you got more. 
Uh, we're going to see a lot more of Terrace Marshall, I think, this week. We mentioned Tremble on, on Monday's show. And uh, Ch- 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 Chuba Hubbard is no, no joke either. So I- I'll take the over in this one. Give me Dallas. Give me the over. Give me like 31 to 27 or something like that. Should be a fun one. Cleveland at Minnesota. Cleveland minus one and a half. Over under 51 and a half. Uh, this is a fun one for me, Bugs. Yeah, I mean – this one, this one's kind of difficult here. Um, and I know I've said that, but the, these are some, these are some tough games today. I think my gut says Cleveland, right? But Minnesota at home is always uh, a tough place to play. Um, and Cleveland is banged up, man. I mean, uh, Landry, obviously not playing still. Um, Beckham should be good. He looked good last week too. And they went to him, but they're missing some pieces on defense. I mean, Walker went on the IR. Taki Taki is questionable. Uh, Ronnie Harrison is on the IR right now. And on the Minnesota side, um, you know, still haven't got their linebackers back um, with Kendricks and Barr. They might play. They're questionable. Woods is questionable. Dalvin Cook is questionable. Conklin, who had a big role, is questionable. So they're a little beat up as well. Um, so I'm going to take Cleveland here, but I'm also going to take the under because I think this should be a lot of uh, running between the tackles for both of these teams. I'm taking Minnesota at home. They're going to win outright. I, I like this Minnesota team. I love what they're doing. Kirk Cousins looks great back there. Thielen and Jefferson have been good. They can go back to Osborne if Conklin's out. They can go to Conklin. They can either or. The weapons are there. Uh, Cleveland's defense beat up. So I like Minnesota. I'm going to go with the over, though, because neither the Minnesota defense hasn't been the greatest team. They're doing the shootout thing. So I agree it should be on the ground for the most part. But give me Minnesota. Give me the over. Kareem Hunt could be something we talk about for Friday's show. I'm just going to throw that out there. Detroit at Chicago. Chicago minus 2.5, over under 42. Can we just cancel this football game? <laughs> this is going to be an ugly one. That's for sure. Um, look, uh, they can't. They know everything not to do with Justin Fields now, right? Yeah. So I guess that is good moving forward, but the offensive line looked terrible. Fields looked awful. And look, say what you will about the Lions. They're not good, right? But they should have beat Baltimore. And Baltimore's a good game. team. They've been in every game so far this year. Uh, I don't like that this is on the road for them. But I'm going to take Detroit and the points because I just don't trust what Nagy has been doing. Um, God, the over-under is tricky because uh, I think Chicago's got to get better. So I'm going to hedge here because I think if Detroit wins, it probably goes under. But I'll take the over uh, because I just do not trust uh, either one of these teams. I mean, this could be a game where if Detroit wins, they do it going away. And this number's so low that you're not asking a lot from Chicago. So give me Detroit. Give me the over. Well, this is going to be fun, folks. Now I have interest in this football game because we are going opposite city on both sides <laughs> of this. Give me the Chicago Bears. Um, you can only listen to so much criticism to not fix things. Uh, Nagy is a smart offensive guy. He's just been a complete dum-dum on this season so far. So give me the Bears getting right here and give me the under, though. It's going to be a back-and-forth game. They're going to try to limit the stuff. and A lot like Detroit's game last week against Baltimore, similar stuff, but Chicago gets the cover. Tennessee at the New York Jets, Tennessee minus seven, over under 43 and a half. This game should be minus 17 for all I care because the Jets might be the worst football team on the face of the planet. God, they just look so bad. And they spent some money. You know, they went out and got Corey Davis. They uh, went out and got uh, drafted a quarterback in Zach Wilson. Um, The offensive line should be better. I mean, it is just rough with the Jets right now. So uh, I, you got to take Tennessee and I'm going to take the over because I mean, 
they could get a couple pick sixes here because it's Zach Wilson. So give me Tennessee and give me the over. Yeah, Tennessee for sure for me. I'll take the under because I just don't think the Jets score much. I think Tennessee gets most of it on their own. I think um, Derrick Henry might run for over 200 yards in this game. So give me Tennessee and give me the under as it is like a complete domination effect. And the Jets just might not win all season long. Indianapolis at the Miami Dolphins. Miami minus one and a half over under 42 and a half. This game is going to be ugly good. That's the way I see it. It's going to be ugly, but be close and entertaining. Who do you got? I hate this game. I despise it because I don't like, you know, Brissett's a vet and you can go revenge game narrative if you want, because uh, in Indiana, Indianapolis tossed him up like, uh, you know, they old garbage. So I understand that. Um, God, the Colts. Once again, another team. How do you only give Jonathan Taylor 10 touches when your uh, quarterback is on two gimpy ankles? I do not understand the strategy from them. So uh, I guess I trust Miami's coaching staff more. So I'm going to go with them at home. Oh, the over under. I think it's too low. I'm going to take the over. So give me Miami and give me the over. Give me Miami in this one. Brissett, I, I just pray. I said it with two all last year. Like, let them play. Once they let Brissett kind of go no huddle or a little up-tempo and throw it down the field, he actually looked decent. They move the ball. Miami wins this game. They cover. But give me the under. It'll be ugly for a while, and uh, it's going to creep under there. So Miami under South Beach style. Washington at Atlanta. Washington minus one and a half headed into Atlanta. Over under 47 and a half, Bogman. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> so many good games this week. So many. Well, there's another team, Washington, another team that didn't give the ball to their running back enough. Antonio Gibson had like he had one catch for 73 yards on a touchdown, dude. Why? We talked about this the other day. Why? When your guy has one catch and it's for 73 yards and a touchdown, do you not throw it to him? Maybe a second, third, fourth, tenth time. Both, yeah. Give him the ball. This is absurd what they're doing over here. So, um, Oh God, I'm going to take Washington because I don't like anything uh, that I've seen from Atlanta so far this year. So I'll take Washington over under. I'll I'll take the over because I think Washington can score. I'm hoping Atlanta can turn that offense on this week. They didn't last week, but you know, with guys like, you know, Davis and Ridley and Pitts, it's coming at some point. So I'm going to take Washington and I'll take the over. Give me the Falcons at home. Uh, they won last Come week. On. They they were covering against the Tampa Bay until back-to-back pick sixes. Give me the Falcons picking up the W here. This Washington defense is not who we thought they were, at least not yet. So give me uh, the Atlanta at home and give me the over. I think it's going to be an ugly, sloppy, lots of points, good fantasy value. Atlanta squeaks it out at the end. Seattle at San Francisco, Niners minus 2.5 over under 47.5. Uh, you know, look, I, I don't know that the Titans blueprinted the uh this game i've said that a couple times this week um but uh tennessee got down against seattle and then ran the ball to catch up to them right which is just crazy that's not something now most teams don't have derrick henry but we saw alex uh alexander madison i almost said alexander hamilton alexander madison uh we saw him you know uh take it uh to the seattle defense they cannot stop the run and the Niners run. It doesn't really matter what crappy running back they have back there because the offensive well, Trey line kind of sucks. But yeah. He does, but Eli Mitchell practiced yep. on Wednesday, so we're expecting him to be a go this week, probably limited. So Sermon will be back there as well. But it doesn't really matter who's running against the Seattle defensive line. Uh, you know, yeah, Juice can run. So uh, 
I'm going to take San Francisco. I think they run to win this game, so I will take San Francisco, and I will take the under. I will take San Francisco as well. I think they're a much better. Like the Seattle's lost right now. I'm just going to say that much. So I'll take the Niners on this one, but I'm taking the over. I think there's definitely points to be had in this game. These teams every year, it's like them, and then when they face Arizona, the Niners, they look sluggish all season, but those games are just shootouts. So give me the Niners. Give me the over. Big Debo Samuel week. Just throw that out there. Arizona at the Los Angeles Rams. Rams minus four over under 55. This is one of the games I'm looking forward to very, very much. It's going to be such a good game, man. But uh, for me, I'm going to take the home team here. Give me the Rams against the Cardinals. I think that stadium might be uh, might be dangerous to play in, man. It, yep, it looks rocking. loud. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think we're going to go with the Rams here. Stafford and McVay just look otherworldly together right now. So I'm going to take them. Over-under is a little tricky because these are two of the best offenses in the NFL. But I just I think if anyone can stifle Arizona, it's the Rams. So I'll take the under just because it's high. It's 55. So, you know, if this game ends up being, you know, 28 21 you're still on the under so i'll take the rams and i'll go with the under yeah give me the rams give me the over i think the rams are the best team in the nfc right now but this will be a point for point game for a while they pull away late i love this game and you mentioned SoFi could be a problem uh eckler was on an interview at the pat McAfee show and he said he's never played in a louder stadium playing for the chargers in his life and that was the chargers the rams are a different animal so This building is meant to be loud, and it is very loud. So give me the Rams. Give me the over. Heck of a football game. Imagine really if you put a stadium like that on the East Coast. You know, put that in, in Philly. You Buffalo. know what I mean? Buffalo. Buffalo. <laughs> How loud. Like, it would be – you would be, have to have different structural integrity, I think, yeah. maybe. So, be awesome. East Coast fans. Pittsburgh at Green Bay, another fun one for me. At least Green Bay minus six and a half. Over under 46. How bad is it going to be for Ben this week? I mean, you got to do that to me. You got a fun one, at least for me. I mean, come on. Uh, Friends. Friends do friends things. Uh, I'm going to take take Green Bay in this one. Uh, Pittsburgh just does not have it right now. I will take the over because uh, I think Green Bay is going to put up a bunch of points on this uh, busted Steelers. Uh, second secondary right now. They just do not look good. Fitzpatrick's been bad. Uh, Joe Hayden just looks slow right now. I don't think he's hundred percent healthy. James Pierre cannot cover. Obviously he couldn't cover um, Jamar chase. So is he going to have better luck against um, MVS? MVS is a burner. I don't know. So uh, I'm going to take green Bay and I will take the over. Yep. We're on the same page on this one. Green Bay. I think they do their thing. Won by double digits in this game. Uh, they're just clicking more and more. I love what they're doing there and uh, the over because Pittsburgh will score some. Don't get me wrong, but Green Bay, they might be in the 30 department. So Green Bay and the over. Baltimore at Denver. Denver minus one over under 44 and a half. This should be a better game. I think people give credit for. Yeah, look, Denver's favored. So, uh, you know, I I think it's a little surprising. I think going into the year because this team had uh, QB controversy. You know, now look, the, I think the teams that they played are combined 0 and 9. So, you know, it's been the Jets, Jags, and Giants so far. Doesn't, um, doesn't that, that doesn't hurt? No, that doesn't hurt. But let's remember Baltimore almost lost to Detroit last week, and they're mm-hmm. on the road in Denver in this one. So I'm going to take the Broncos. Uh, I, I think they've been looking good. I like what Teddy Bridgewater is doing, uh, throwing the ball deep which means I'm also going to take the over because I think both these teams can score. So give me Denver and give me the over. 
I'm with you on Denver. I think Denver definitely takes care of business at home and shows people they might actually be better than they think. But I'm going to take the under in this one. I think it's a, a back-and-forth game, kind of run the ball, see what happens, and eventually someone will break through. But give me Denver, give me the under. All right, Sunday night football. There's no storylines in this game. Tampa Bay at New England. Tom Brady's going home, folks, going home. And I like how you already put my picks in for me because we are on the same page. Tampa yeah. Bay minus six and a half, over under 48 and a half. Tom Brady might score 49 by himself. It's the Bucks, and it's the over here. This is pissed off Tom Brady wanting to, to give it to Bill Belichick. Uh, I think Antonio Brown's going to score maybe a couple touchdowns. Yep. If, if as long as Gronk is healthy, he's going to yep. score at least one. You know what I mean? So uh, I think the Bucks walk away with this one um, in not so close fashion. So give me ta- uh, Tampa Bay and give me the over. Yeah, you know who hated that uh, Tampa Bay loss more than anybody? Bill Belichick. Because he knew exactly <laughs> what was coming into town now. It was like Brady was already going to be motivated. That did not help the cause at all. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be an ugly one for New England on Sunday Night Football. They're going to need to get like a secondary broadcast just to keep us entertained in the second half. So, Tampa Bay, over. Monday Night Football, this should actually be a fun one. AFC West battle here. Las Vegas Raiders at the Los Angeles Chargers. SoFi gets two games in one weekend. Banana lands. Chargers minus three, over under 53 and a half. What are we liking in this one? Uh, I like the over in this game. Both these offenses are rocking right now. Look, the Chargers are bad against the run. I don't know if Jacobs is going to play or not, but he gets an extra day to attempt it. But Peyton Barber looked pretty good against your Dolphins last week. So uh, so I, I kind of like the over in this game. I think, you know, we know that Derek Carr leads the league in passing yards. Justin Herbert just put up four touchdowns against Kansas City. I think both these offenses are clicking right now. So I'm more confident in the over, but I'll take the home team. I'll go with the Chargers against the Raiders. We're on the same page here. I like the Chargers to win this game and probably win by a, t- a touchdown because they are the better team. The Raiders are good. Don't get me wrong. They're a good team. Chargers are a better team. Chargers are the class right now in the AFC West. And I like the over two. A lot of points. Monday Night Football, two good offenses, okay defenses. So give me the Chargers. Give me the over. Should be another fun Monday Night game. Sadly, though, no Manning cast. So we got to watch or mute the TV, I guess. Why so, Why is it no Manning cast? We're having three weeks off. When they first booked the schedule, it wasn't every week. I think they wanted to feel how it went and did different things. So now they're off for the next three weeks. Oh, I thought maybe the double bird had something to do with it for me. No, 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 no. That, <laughs> that should have just ramped it up to like, can you guys come back next week, please? Like, yeah, really yeah. Because cool. like, there's no Even way not in the NFL, he's still the most memeable player. So yeah. I, I wouldn't, I would rather, I'd watch them over anybody right now. So it, it's great stuff. They need to, they need to call the plays a little bit more. I'll say that. That's the yeah. only thing, you know. Well, they get distracted, I think, doing other things because they're not professionals, which is kind of the fun part about it to me. So it kind of makes things a little different. But uh, yeah, no Manny cast for three weeks. So you have to watch whoever's on the broadcast and uh, enjoy that one. But um, <laughs> that does it. 13 or 15, the full slate, Thursday through, through Monday night in the books. Going to be, be a fun one, Bogman. 16, sorry, I am just (laughs) stuttering all over myself here. 16 games, (laughs) NFL Week 4. As you could tell, a lot of games are just like, ew. But there's yeah. some good ones. There's some good ones for sure. I mean, sure. Like, should make be. for an entertaining weekend, right? When, a when, lot of when like we have a tough things. time deciding mm-hmm. on these. You know, I mean, some of them have giant spreads, but uh, that that's what makes it fun, man. Put a little, yep. you got a little skin in the game. It always makes it more fun. Yeah, more fun indeed. But make sure you guys check out LineStar on Twitter at LineStar app and at LineStar NFL. Download the app. Get all the great stuff over there from LineStar. And check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BD Intric. Uh, if you're looking for the DFS show, drop it on Friday for you guys. But for now, this was the pre-snap show, your NFL Week 4 picks and bets. We'll catch you guys later. Good luck. 
Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Drive Fantasy. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy football games.